Welcome to the podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Krista. And you're listening to Practical Prepping Quick Tips. This episode is brought to you by Practical Prepping for Everyday People, a common sense guide on preparing for life's emergencies. Available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Hey everybody, got a quick tip for you. This week we are looking at some Arctic weather coming down into America from the Canadian area and is going to be blasting across most of America. In fact, the news report said that about 100 million people will be impacted by this Arctic blast. And so we want to give you some tips on how to stay warm without electricity. You know, in light of these coming storms, we're going to cover some ways to stay warm if your power happens to go out. And for some of us, that power may actually go out in the light of a blizzard or a straight line winds or something like that. So we want to talk about how to stay warm without electricity. First of all, talk about it now. Think about it now. You need to make a plan and you need to gather up some items. Don't wait until early Friday morning or Saturday. Go ahead and start gathering up the items you need and put them where you can find them. And that way everything will be in place while you have power. And at least you'll know where things are. If you're using any kind of an open flame type of a heater, make sure that you have a carbon monoxide detector. This is vitally important. This is a life-saving device. Make sure you have proper CO detectors in the appropriate areas of your home. I want to talk to you about a little bit of auxiliary heating. Three things come to mind. A kerosene heater. Now, you're going to be wanting to use number one kerosene. There are different kinds of kerosene, and you can use different kinds of kerosene in your heater. But if you use anything other than the number one variety, you're going to have some sooty black smoke, and you just don't really want that. So where you can, find kerosene in the number one type. Another heating device would be a Mr. Heater an indoor safe propane heater. They come in various sizes and they range from anywhere from 4,500 to 9,000 all the way up to 18,000 BTU. We happen to have one of the big ones and it really will heat up really well. And it's indoor safe. And that's what we like about it. You can hook it up to a small propane bottle or even a large propane bottle. And you've got various medium and high ranges on that. Another device that's nice to have is a fireplace. A lot of the homes have good old-fashioned fireplaces. You want to make sure that that chimney has been well inspected, that it's in good working order, that the dampers are clean, and that you keep it screened so no embers will pop out onto the floor or onto people if you are indeed using your fireplace. And some people actually still have wood-burning stoves in their kitchen, and they'll use that as a source of heating. So just use the proper type of caution around something that size and that hot, especially when you're trying to heat in some of these below-zero temperatures. You're going to want to layer your clothing. This actually does work. Rather than have a T-shirt and a big heavy coat, put on different layers of T-shirts and flannel shirts, pants, socks, leggings, long johns, Mark calls them long handles, Layer your clothing. Wear two or three layers if you have to. And even if you need to wear gloves inside, absolutely wear them. Also be wearing socks and shoes or slippers, boots even. Anything that you can that's going to layer up your extremities, particularly your hands and your toes. That is a very important thing to do. In fact, if you layer the correct way, you're going to get so warm, you're going to need to peel a couple of layers back off. So that's when you know it's effective. 
Something else you can do is you can layer your bed covers. You know, we go to Grandma's house. My grandmother quilted, and she had dozens of quilts in her home. And whenever we would visit her in the wintertime, we kids were up underneath three or four or five quilts easily all the time. And, boy, they had some good weight, and they would really hold that heat in. But get your own blankets and layer them up as well. Bed covers, duvet covers, comforters, all of those layers are going to help you when you're sleeping to maintain heat while you're asleep. Here's an idea that we learned. You can actually take a small pup tent and actually put that on a child's bed and have the children sleep in the pup tent. You'll find that it maintains heat very adequately and they can be toasty warm inside that pup tent. You could even add a sleeping bag to your bed. If you wanted to really hunker down, you can sleep in sleeping bags. And some of those are like mummified that have the head cover and they zip all the way around. So if that is something that you have, by all means, use that, particularly if your power goes out. Now, don't forget about your pets. You know, this one's pretty simple. Bring your pets inside if you possibly can, especially Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. If that is not at all possible, if you have dogs and dog houses, go to the farm supply or the pet supply places and get you some of those three bushel bags of cedar chips and load up those dog houses with those dry cedar chips. Now, do not put blankets and cloth down for your dogs in the dog house because blankets and fabric will actually collect dew and that will freeze into ice crystals and that is not comfortable. The cedar chips or the straw or the hay will not pack and it will not freeze. And it will actually hold your dog's temperature. And by the way, dog's resting temperature is around 103. So don't be alarmed. Your dog can actually take some pretty arctic temperatures so long as they have adequate bedding. Also make sure if you have barns with horses and cattle, make sure that there's extra fresh hay where they'll be standing so that they can also be warm. And for those of you that have barns that are equipped with heating devices, make sure you monitor those very closely because you don't want to have a dangerous situation in your barn. And you're also going to want to spread the word. It's a very busy time of year and a lot of folks may not be looking at the forecast. Something else you may need to be aware of. Be listening for any emergency shelters notices that may be opening. Just like with a tornado or a hurricane, there are emergency shelters, uh, generally like a church, a school, a building, an organization, where people can come and they can stay warm in places that have power and generators. So keep your ears and eyes open for any news like that. And make sure that you check on your elderly neighbors and your elderly family members. Some of these people may not be as aware that the cold weather is going to be that serious and we do not want to have a tragic situation take place so make sure that you reach out to those in your neighborhood and to those in your family that need a little extra attention and a little extra care and take the proper steps to make sure that they get the attention that they need listen we want you to stay toasty warm and safe for the christmas holiday because arctic weather is is coming it's going to happen even down here in alabama we're getting prepared for that so understand those that, that polar express is going to happen so we want you to stay prepared listen tune in again next time for some quick tips see you next time